Good morning. I hope you had a fun and meaningful Thanksgiving. In children's worship this past month, we've been discussing an attitude of gratitude. And this morning in family worship, we're going to have our final lesson here, where we're going to talk about two very important words, words that are most commonly known as one larger word, thanks and giving. This morning, Tyler and Landon not only talked about the importance of those words in worship, as we were able to be thankful for that great sacrifice and we had an opportunity to give back, but also how important they are in our daily lives. Ask yourself these questions. Are you a thankful person? Now, I'm not just talking about saying thankful out of habit, or maybe when we pray to God, we say thank you for all the many blessings so we could throw everything into a basket so we don't forget anything. But are you truly in tune with the blessings in your life, and are you thankful? Next, what are you doing to give back? And finally, are others thankful for you? Let's imagine this together. There was a small, dark prison cell, with the bed being the hard, cold floor. A man sit, sat there and listened carefully for the sound of footsteps, as he knew the guards could be coming at any moment to carry him away to his execution. As he sat there, he was in pain, suffering from the, the chains cutting into his wrist and his legs. He was separated from his friends and was all alone. He was falsely accused. If anyone had a right to be negative, it was this man, as he suffered the harsh reality of a Roman prison. Life doesn't get much tougher than that. But instead of this person being angry, he was filled with praise and thanksgiving. This man was the Apostle Paul. And we've learned about how Paul lived his life in appreciation. He was thankful. He always gave back to others. Brother Aaron's been talking about this for the last month. In good times and bad, Paul was always thankful. And as Christians, we need to remember that. Paul wrote, Sing and make music in your heart unto the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus. We need to be thankful in all situations. Living in America especially, we have many blessings. In fact, we have so many blessings, it's become normal. We expect it. And when times get tough, when we face adversity, when we face pain and sorrow, it can crush us. However, just like Paul, we need to always give thanks to God. In Luke chapter 17, we read about a miracle that had to do with thanksgiving. Jesus was walking on the road to Jerusalem, and he came across a village. And there he encountered ten men that had leprosy. So for the children, we've talked about this. Remember, leprosy is a very bad and painful skin disease that's highly contagious. So whenever they came across someone, they would have to yell unclean and keep their distance. So it wasn't just a painful disease, it was a lonely disease. When they encountered Jesus, they kept their distance, but they yelled out, Jesus, save us, heal us. 
They wanted to be healed. And Jesus instructed them to go and see the priest. And as they went, they were healed. I think this took faith on their part. I'm sure they weren't thankful for their situation, but they were probably in pain. They were lonely. They wanted somebody to help, him, help them. They heard about what Jesus had done. They heard about the miracles, and they wanted a miracle for them. Well, one of the men returned to find Jesus, and he started yelling and praising God. Then he fell at the feet of Jesus, and he thanked him. Jesus responded, weren't there ten of you? What happened to the other nine? Where are they? Are they not thankful? The other nine got called out by Jesus. That's not good. I'm sure they were out finding their loved ones. They probably wanted to run home to celebrate the good news. Yet it wasn't lost on Jesus that they didn't take the time to be thankful. So why is being thankful so important to us? Number one, the word of God calls us to be thankful. When you read the Bible from cover to cover, you hear the message that we need to be thankful to God, thankful to others. We just heard in this story how Jesus noticed when people weren't thankful for the blessings in their lives. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let's, let's pay special attention to the second part. Give thanks in all circumstances. Paul showed us how to do that. But then it said, for this is God's will. God expects us to be thankful people. In Romans 1.21, it says, An ungrateful heart is a heart that is cold towards God and indifferent to his love and mercy. God does not appreciate it when we're not thankful. He expects us to be thankful. The second reason it's important is it's good for our physical and mental well-being. It's good for our health. Every day when we wake up, we have an opportunity to be negative or positive. And as we go throughout the day, we continue that decision. So a study was done between grateful people and ungrateful people. And what they found was people that were thankful, people that were grateful, had reduced depression, improved self-esteem, increased energy, reduced negative stress and worry and increased positive emotions, such as love and empathy. It's healthy for us to be thankful. And finally, number three, being thankful gives us a positive perspective. Just some examples. For someone that's ungrateful might say, my house is too small. But somebody that's thankful would say, I'm grateful to have a home. I'm grateful to have a roof to be under when it rains. Someone might say, I have to get up early. I don't think anyone likes to get up early. However, someone that's thankful feels blessed that they're waking up for another beautiful day. And then finally, I hear this from the children a lot. I don't want to go to school. 
but for a grateful person, for someone that's thankful. They'll say, I get to learn and grow. I get to go to school. It's a blessing in my life. Being thankful can be challenging, but it's God's will. It's great for our health, and it gives us a positive perspective, which means we're more joyful to be around. There was a boy that often sat on the footsteps leading into an office building. And by his feet, he would always turn his hat upside down, and he placed a sign next to it that said, I'm blind, please give. And as people would go into the office building, they would reach into their pockets or their purse and collect any loose change that they would have, and they would put it into that hat. Well, one day a man walked up, and he did what everyone else did. He reached into his pocket, gathered some coins, and threw it into that hat. Except he picked up the, the sign, and he turned it over, and he wrote something on it. And then he placed it back down by the hat. The blind boy realized that instead of hearing coins drop into the hat, that bills were dropping into the hat. And before the boy knew it, the hat was full of bills and overflowing. Well, later that day, the man that changed the sign wanted to return to see if giving was coming along or improving. And as he walked up, the boy recognized his footsteps and asked, are you the person that changed my sign? What did you write? And the man said, I wrote what you wrote, however, in a different way. I wrote, this is a beautiful day. However, I cannot see it. I like this story because it talks about being thankful and giving. When people saw that sign, they were thankful that they could see. They were thankful for the beautiful day because not everybody can enjoy it, especially that boy in front of them. And what we'll find, and oftentimes, is that when we become thankful, when we have a good heart, it makes us want to give. 2 Corinthians 9, verses 6 through 7 says, Remember this. Whosoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whosoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Giving can be hard. That's a tough one. But here it said, says God loves a cheerful giver. That should mean a lot to us. We should want to give. In Genesis, we read about Joseph. You've heard this story. Joseph had many brothers. And for the children, you might remember him as the boy with the coat of many colors. His father, Jacob, gave him the coat and favored Joseph. And that didn't sit well with his brothers. So they devised a plan. They were going to make it look like Joseph had been killed. And then they were going to sell him into slavery. When I was young in Bible school, this story really impacted me. How could brothers sell their own brother into slavery? 
He wouldn't get to see his dad any longer. He wouldn't get to live in the house. His whole life was going to change, and it did change. However, Joseph had a good heart. Joseph was thankful, and Joseph worked hard. He started to move up in Egypt. In fact, Pharaoh really respected Joseph. So Joseph became the chief administrator in all of Egypt. That's pretty impressive, to go from being a slave to being the chief administrator. Well, there was a famine in the land. A lot of people were starving for food. So Jacob asked his sons to go to Egypt to get food. And they went, and there Joseph saw them. Joseph saw that they were in need, that they were hungry. This is a moment of truth. I don't know if I could have given in that situation. That's when giving becomes challenging. However, Joseph gave to them. Joseph helped them and rekindled his relationship with the family. Acts 20 verse 35 says, In everything I did, I showed you by this kind of hard work we must help the weak. Remember the words of the Lord Jesus himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Joseph had many, many blessings in his life, yet he understood it was more important to give. Think about God for a moment. He created the earth. He created us. He sent his own son down to earth to die on the cross for our sins. He's given us our loving family. He's given us friends. He blesses us over and over and over again. He never forsakes us. God is always giving. And we are always receiving. What are we doing to give? How are we giving back? And think about how God must feel when he's done all of that for us. And we don't give. So, what gets in the way of our giving? What stops us from giving? Being greedy might get in our way. Maybe we're trying to collect a lot of money. We're trying to collect a lot of things. And we just can't get enough. And giving that away would impact how much we have. Or maybe being selfish impacts our giving. We have money, but it's ours. It belongs to us and our family. We have time, but time is precious. And we don't want to waste it. Or maybe for the children, you have toys. More toys than you know what to do with. But you don't want to give them away because they're yours. Or maybe distrust gets in our way. I know someone that's in need. I know someone that I, I, I should probably give money to. But I don't know for sure that they would spend it wisely. So I'm just not going to give. I should be giving more at church but I don't have full confidence that the elders are going to spend it in the right way. And all of that can get in the way of us giving. 
We just celebrated Thanksgiving. Are you a thankful person? I hope so, because that's God's will. He wants us to be thankful in good times and bad. Do you give back? Do you give of your finances? Do you give of your time? I hope so, because God loves a cheerful giver. And it's more blessed to give than to receive. Are others thankful for you? Well, I guarantee you this. If you're a thankful person and you have a good heart and you give, others are going to see you as a blessing. We need to be givers. We need to be thankful. If you're not a Christian, you're missing out on the greatest blessing of all, the hope of eternal life. If you're going through trials and tribulations and you don't know what to do, you just can't handle it on your own, let me encourage you to reach out to the elders, the church office. Let the congregation pray for you because you need to get back on track. Every day as Christians needs to be a day of thanksgiving. The message, the message is yours. Let us sing. We will use the words we know to tell you what an awesome God you are. But words are not enough to tell you of our love. So listen to our hearts. But words are not enough to tell you of our love. So listen to our hearts. Well, thank you so much to uh, Brother Glenn, our children's minister, for that fantastic lesson that he brought to us today. And one of the questions that he asked was, are others thankful for you? And I just want to express on behalf of the congregation how thankful we are for Glenn and Sandy and their leadership of our children's ministry week in and week out. So thank you so much for that. And I love that Brother Glenn brought up the point that to a Christian, every day should be a day of thanksgiving. So I want to encourage you to carry that message with you today, to carry that message with you going forward, not just during this time of a holiday season, but throughout the entire year, because we've been given the most amazing gift in that of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you please join me in a word of closing prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day, and we thank you for this time that we've had to just reflect on you and just the amazing grace that you give us and that mercy that you show us. And help us just to continue this attitude of gratitude. Help us continue to be thankful and to show our thanksgiving, not just during November, not just during the holidays, but every single day of our lives. Heavenly Father, as we get ready to go our separate ways today, we ask that you'd be with our church family wherever they may be. We know we have many that are traveling. Help to bring them back safely to us and just be with us as we get ready to tackle another new week. Heavenly Father, most of all, we wanna just express once again our thankfulness for you out of your great love for us to send your son to die on the cross. It's in Christ's precious name that we pray, amen. Well, don't forget, next week we will be back at 10.15 with our children's worship. At 10.30, we'll have our main worship service, and I'm going to launch into an Advent series that's going to lead us right into our Christmas holiday season. So thank you so much for being with us today, wherever you may be. I hope you have a wonderful week. Set your rule and reign in our hearts again. 
Increase in us, we pray. Unveil why we're made. Come set our hearts ablaze with hope, like wildfire in our very souls. Holy Spirit, come invade us now. We are your church. We need your power in us. We seek your kingdom first. We hunger and we thirst. Refuse to waste our lives. For you're our joy and prize. To see the captives' hearts released. The hurt, the sick, the poor at peace. We lay down our lives for heaven's cause. We are your church. We pray revive this earth. Build your kingdom here. Let the darkness fear. Show your mighty hand. Heal our streets and land. Set your church on fire. Win this nation back. Change the atmosphere. Build your kingdom.